Hey, I'm Ben Silverio. I'm Warwick Johnson. And I'm Ansel Birch, your host in post. And it's time, time to party! This episode was recorded on August 9th. We are not doctors. We don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. Come on down and learn about Time Gap. <laughs> that is right, party people. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Time to Party. Two time, two party. Two time, two party, three furious. I don't know what we're. <laughs> uh, time to Tokyo Drift. There it there is. You That's now. the one. <laughs> there That's it is. the one. <laughs> oh, man. And with our special guest, Han Solo. Ooh, <laughs> if wish. only. In Carbonite. So, uh, yeah. Uh, w- he's here, but. Aw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, we have an awesome month of content planned for you people it's gonna be a good Uh, september it's gonna be good uh we are welcoming uh our good friend my roommate warwick johnson hello yes acclaimed comic book writer well acclaimed by like four people but two of them are in the room though two of them are (laughs) it does count yes comic book writer uh aspiring novelist um Office manager. I don't know. Ooh. I'm trying to think of fun prolific, titles that I have. Uh, Hawaiian shirt wearer. Yeah, prolific Hawaiian shirt wearer. Uh, heads. 2011 uh, Associate of the Year Award winner from Boston Consulting Group. Look oh. at that. Yeah, there very fancy. Go. I had a like glass statue from them. And then uh, I I did not like that job, so when I left, I like smashed it. Nice, <laughs> smashy, smashy. I was hoping smashy, that smashy. was where I was going. Yeah, it made a very satisfying smash. Nice. But I, every once in a while, I'm kind of like, man, I wish I had that glass award though. Still, it looked it looked very impressive. Was it more or less impressive than Jamie Lee Curtis's award in Everything Everywhere All at Once? Less. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, hers is much better. Fun fact, you can just buy those. Yeah, that's true. I thought about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, 824 is selling a candle version of it. Aw. Interesting. Mm -hmm. They're also selling the hot dog hands. Yes. Fun. Oh, my God. I kind of want to buy some hot dog hands. I got to hold hold a pair, and I was just like, this is wild. The directors brought it when you interviewed? Oh, man. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. And now we're going to talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. I know, right? No. <laughs> we should. <laughs> it's such a good movie. It's not really time travel in it, though, unfortunately. No. Multiverse, it's, yeah, it's... Although there are some theories where the multiverse and time travel are the same thing. Well, yes. We are the only cops of our time to party. Haha. Speaking of cops of time. Aha. When I asked Warwick to do this... I thought that he was going to say Avengers Endgame. Nope. I chose a different comic book movie. He did. And it <laughs> it's Time Cop. Yep. Starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Mia Sarah and, and Ron Mia Silver. And Mia Sarah. Do love me some America's Mia Sweetheart, Ron Silver. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, well, but he's he's the muscles from Brussels, though. Oh, so. right. Yeah, America's dual citizenship sweetheart, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> The, the best Our guile. Sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> the best he's, guile we've gotten so far. He's on excursion. That is actually true. He is definitely the best guile. In a brief tangent to Street Fighter, that movie is not as bad as I remember it's it being. It's not. Ming-Na I, Wen I really was great. Ming Na Wen's always great. Ming Na Wen was in that movie? Yeah, she's Chun Li. Okay. Yeah. And uh, who plays Bison? 
Um, uh, it was somebody good, but yes. I don't remember who it was now. Raul Julia? Raul Julia, yes. Oh, wow. It was his final role. Final role. Yeah. I do remember the when they announced the cast going, what? <laughs> Went from Gomez Adams to M. Bison. What a what a what a coda to that's, a that's some range. classic career. Yep, is some isn't he like a he was a Shakespearean actor yeah, too, right? For like a very long time, he was like a like a big time stage actor, and uh. then he like finished his career out playing those two roles, basically. So, R.I.P. Pour one out. R.I.P. Yep. For first rule of the night, yeah, take right. a shot out of respect. Out of respect for, for Ralph Julia. Julia. Always. That's how you should always start your night. That's yep. your that's your pregame. Every night. I, we've got a Every big. Night. We should get a big mantle to him. Just him as M Bison. <laughs> just him as Bison. And underneath it, just say. But for me, it was just Tuesday. <laughs> get like a big velvet painting. Of him. <laughs> yes, there's got to be velvet paintings of M Bison somewhere. Oh, there has to be. Otherwise, what what are we doing? Like, why are we wasting our velvet? It's true. <laughs> what are we using velvet? We don't for need more Elvises. Yeah. Right. Elvi? Elvi? <laughs> yeah, I think it is, actually. Elvipodes, right? Isn't that what it yep, is? Elvipodes. Elvipodes. That's exactly it. A group of Elvis is called an Elvipode. <laughs> you can take that to the bank. Or Vegas. Or Vegas. The Vegas Bank, yeah. which is also, funny enough, just Elvises. Yeah. Running around, <laughs> giving people money. It's true. Turns out they're not fungible. No. <laughs> Non-fungible Elvises. Elvi. <laughs> what do the good people at IMDb have to say about Time Cop? Right. If you don't know anything about Time Cop, here is what our good friends at IMDb say. Max Walker, an officer for a security agency that regulates time travel, must fend for his life against a shady politician who's intent on changing the past to control the future. Dun, dun, dun. Which honestly, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a, a shady, corrupt politician that is using time travel to make himself rich and win the presidency. It's very, very accurate. Very topical. I mean, I, I feel like as soon as time travel becomes just a thing that anyone can do, that's all it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, one of my favorite things about this movie is that Ron Silver is the head of the Senate committee that oversees it. And he has a tremendous amount of power, including shutting it down. And this time we were watching it, I was like, bullshit, he is able to shut this down so easily. <laughs> that would be sitting in the filibuster for like a decade until they passed it like tacked on to some unrelated like schools and guns bill or right. something, you know? So, I call shenanigans. I mean, if <laughs> if that's the biggest things you're, you're calling shenanigans on in this movie... <laughs> oh yeah, the rest of the movie is airtight. <laughs> this is the most physically accurate film about time travel ever made. At no point did I go, okay, come on. <laughs> and if he did, you'll find out in our next episode. It's true. Haha, <laughs> tune in. Stay stinger? No, that's not it. It's a teaser. 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 There it is. There it is. Dun, teaser. Yes. Yeah, so uh, in order for you to get ready for this Jean-Claude Van Damme classic, uh, we have a few drinking and smoking rules for you. Uh, for your first time, for your... I don't know. How many times have you seen this movie? Hundredth time? Uh, no, I think I've probably seen this movie about at least a dozen times. Um, my guess is around 20. This was a film that um, we didn't 
own it on VHS, uh-huh. but we had taped it on the VCR when it was on HBO. Oh, this is how old that I am. <laughs> is that I distinctly remember it with like the handwritten uh-huh. on the side. So my brother and I were huge action movie fans, and so we would we would do that. We would tape some of them. We owned Demolition Man, and then I think eventually wore that tape out. Oh, yeah. That one and Batman, the ori- the original movie with Michael Keaton. Yes. Nice. Yeah, those were the two. Those are the two big ones. At least you had it taped off of HBO. Yeah, no commercials. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. like unnecessary edits, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like the, the uh, unexpected nude scene. For example. For example. That was, was that in was in there. Was in that there. was in there. Oh, that's why you and your brother liked it. No. No. <laughs> but you you could not watch an action movie made before like nineteen ninety eight without there being an unrelated nude scene. There had that was just ten seconds of nudity was a requirement. Yes. You could not make a film with any kind of action in it unless there were boobs. Yeah. It was the hard and fast rule of Hollywood. And you go back, even point break has a a shower scene for no reason yep. and it's like ah yes had to hit that quota i'm pretty sure that's why the the titty calendar is in the background of die hard just yep. so the you know so, just so they can meet the quota, the quota. Yeah. and they draw attention to it so that that way they're sure he like lingers on it in and case you it. missed it so that way the the any that way the executive was like hey hey where's the boobs in where's this? my titties ah there it is <laughs> <laughs> he has a cigar in yeah, he's, of course he's, <laughs> ah I demand titties, damn it. I demand titties. <laughs> I got two problems. One, lose the German guy. Two, throw some titties in there. <laughs> so my first one okay. is that you should take a drink every time Jean-Claude Van Damme and Bruce McGill, who plays Matuzak, Matuzak, every time they tell and don't show that they are best friends. Because this entire film, every time they're together, one of them will be like, that's why you're my best friend. You're my best friend. At best, these guys are colleagues that happen to know each other's names right. in the way that they act around each other. Bruce McGill does relatively sacrifice himself to sure. send Jean-Claude Van Damme back in time, which is undone by time shenanigans. But that's the only but that is also a Bruce McGill that doesn't know that they are best friends. That right. just takes Jean-Claude Van Damme's word at it. Yeah, and you know, you're a writer. What's one of the first things they tell you as a writer for a visual medium? Uh get drunk. Oh no. After sorry. that. Uh show don't tell. Exactly. Yes. Show don't tell. There is not a single scene of them doing anything that seems that would make you believe that they were friends if they weren't constantly saying it so every time one of them says to the other one how much how good of friends they are how close of friends they are take a drink do it uh i have a smoking rule uh just because it might ease the pain of Mm. of what you're what you're taking the hit for Mm. uh take a hit every time they're wildly wrong about 2004 Mm. Yes, there's there's so you much are gonna get <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, high as shit, higher than John Claude Van Damme's kicks. I will say, if you if you're looking to make this a mellow evening, if this is like a Monday night that you're doing this, you can only you can choose to do it just the first time they show one of the ridiculous 2004 cars, so ridiculous. and not every time they show it, but. <laughs> The cars are the most insane thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like they were like, okay, well, what do the cars look like in 1984, which was 10 years ago from now? Oh, basically exactly the same. All right. 
they're going to be completely different in <laughs> 10 years. I don't quite get it. And they, they, they could have tied it in to the, the whole um, Macomb and uh, the, the computer processors thing. Because sure. the, the guy develops a liquid-cooled processor that is very powerful. And that's what makes him you know, super rich. Right. And Macomb, the evil senator, basically lost patience in his own company and was like, well, buy me out. I don't believe in you. you know, just let me, let me out of this. And so that's why he is broke in the future and he has to come back and be like no don't get bought out take over the company yes. or whatever so it's possible that those processors advance car technology so much but i mean, I mean if that's true they should have like said that sure it does look like the tesla truck i'm not gonna lie yes but that tesla truck came out like 2020 oh sure i mean like it but yeah my guess is that elon musk was watching time companies like i got a great idea yeah that's almost certain. <laughs> yeah he's no incapable of coming went, up this is a great idea sure. <laughs> just him and he's incapable of coming up with his own ideas so that's why he watched it on time cop i get that um so what are the drugs uh, that we're allowed to advocate for i mean usually it's uh Anything you can drink or smoke. Okay. Uh, so, I don't think um, we've ever specified what so I'm, drugs you so should I be can't, taking. So should I cross off my do a line for the next one then? <laughs> do a we'll, whole we'll call line. call shot rule. Okay, all right. There we go. That, that's good. All right. <laughs> do an entire syringe of black tar heroin. No, wait. Sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, let me, let me the other way. fix that. No, but I think that... Um, so Jean-Claude Van Damme and Mia Sarah's character yes. love each other very much. They do. Uh, aggressively, I would say, yeah. at times. Um, so I feel like... They're horny on Maine a lot. They are horny on Maine a lot. <laughs> and she spends most of the movie dead. Like, fucking dead. And it's still Spoilers. a lot. Spoilers. <laughs> it happens in the first, like... 10 minutes. <laughs> Are we not allowed? I've spoiled a lot of this movie already, for the record. I think the um, statute of limitations is probably up. Yeah, I think so. This came out in 94. I mean, like, it's older than Jurassic Park by, like, a month. Um, okay, but you should take a shot every time Jean-Claude Van Damme and Mia Sarah are excessively horny in public. Because at one point, they definitely bang in... I, my hope is their backyard, but we see their house. It is not secluded. So, I mean, and then there's the mall scene. Yes. And uh, I, I'm sure I know there's another one. So, and then, and so that's, that is going to be my rule. So take a shot every time Jean-Claude Van Damme and Mia Sarah are horny on Maine. Horny as fuck is what I wrote yes. down. And, and like, we don't see it in the movie, but she's, probably banging future van damme too right in when she's alive yeah. oh oh you mean when he comes back right yeah probably probably so in this movie we see at least two versions of van damme yep fucking me Sarah. oh yeah my guess is after they resolve everything with the lava lamp and everything else um threesome oh yeah why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So I have one more rule for Time Cop. Um, it's ridiculous. 
But I'm sure all of our rules have been kind of ridiculous, right? I mean, the movie is ridiculous. The movie is ridiculous. Le- lean in, yeah. Yes. I cannot stress enough that he's a Belgium time cop whose name is Max Walker. <laughs> I don't know why this bothers me so much, but it does. I like to think that his full name is Maximum Walker. Maximum Walker. It's got to be. <laughs> so my last rule is take a drink every time Jean-Claude Van Damme takes a dive. Mm. He's just randomly diving. Like, it's not even strategically sound. Yeah. Like he's just diving for the hell of it. It's like he's in a John Woo movie. There it is. Yeah. So do you think John Woo got it from Time Cop? Is that... I mean, at this point, I think there's been there have been a bunch of great John Woo films, and I feel like he's just always been like, okay, there has to be dubs, and there has to be flipping sure. and and diving, yes. like in all of his films. I think that when he was growing up, he was like, there's not enough dubs or diving in this movie. Like, how do people know that it's an action film? And that's why he went to film school. Ah, yes. I like to imagine that. Mm-hmm. To John Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Wow. John Woo. That's the that's the movie that I'm gonna make where it's Ooh. a drag queen action film. Yes. yes, I would I would watch the shit out of that movie. Yeah. Starring Keanu Reeves. Starring Keanu Reeves. Get RuPaul as the villain. Ooh. Playing like the Sam Jackson and Kingsman kind of role. I like Ooh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Who would be the uh, the the leader of the small town whose life has changed? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, do you go for a like established drag queen, or do you get another like non drag queen? Well, I think for the town, to drag up. well, because like, like the, the town they had Stalker Channing, right? Um, Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, that's the one. I feel like he would be the the kid who runs the clothing store. No, he is playing Stalker Channing. Okay, and All by right. that I mean like. Literally playing as Stocker Channing. That's the character that he's playing. Fair. (laughs) As famed actress, Stocker Channing. (laughs) Played by Timothy Chalamet. All right. He has range as an actor. I think he could do it. I mean, he isn't that much range. I've never seen him act. I'm just kidding. You haven't seen Dune? Dune. No, I haven't seen Dune. I don't know. It's it's really good. Dune. Or Little Women. He plays... um, Joe? Somebody. Yeah, Joe. (laughs) He plays the littlest woman. In the movie. <laughs> he plays the one who dies. Oh, spoilers what? for little women. Yeah, like most of them die, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Florence not... Pugh kills them. What? Yeah, it's a real bloodbath. That's the action movie I want to <laughs> that's see. The, that's the, the little women uh, done as like the expendables. With Florence Pugh. With Florence Pugh. She can do it. She has range. She has range. She does. She actually range. does have range. I watched I a her. super cut of her in uh, Hawkeye last night, so, and it was much better than a super cut had any right to be. I mean, she is literally the... And it's I liked Hawkeye. She is literally the best part of that show. Well, well, hold on. I feel like Kate Bishop is Pizza the dog? best part. Kate Bishop was great, but, but I feel then, like, like she one was a the best. Is Kate plus Yelena. Yeah, I think she... Well, most of Yelena's scenes are with Kate Bishop, and I think that's probably why okay, she's that's like fair. the best part mm-hmm. of the show. The two of them together. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I told Warwick this before, but I have a theory that uh, Thunderbolts will include Kate Bishop and Yelena. Oh, Interesting. I think Yelena is a slam dunk to be in it. Sure. Oh, because she's already met Contessa. She's already yeah. met Contessa. Yelena was on the Thunderbolts at one point, even though it was secretly Nat- Natasha in disguise. Sure. Yeah. So don't at me, nerds. 
Um, but Yelena was part of the Thunderbolts with Norman Osborn right. running the show. So I feel like she's probably a shoe-in for for the movie. Also, uh, I believe it's the latest run of Thunderbolts where Hawkeye is in it. Clint Barton is yeah. on the team. I think so Hawkeye is running it. A Hawkeye on the team yeah. in the MCU makes sense. Sure. Makes sense. That'd I agree. Be a hell of a coup as well, because I mean we're expecting Kate Bishop to be, you know, always on the right team. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. I, I mean, Walker will definitely be in it. I just want, I'm like, give me Zemo. Give oh me. Oh my God. More uh, dancing Zemo? Oh, we, we have to have we Zemo. We have to have Zemo in it. Throw him in, I, throw him actually, in the Citizen V costume for something. I think, Z, I think Zemo's got to be the leader now. Yeah. Well, Abomination is probably going to be on the team too. Oh, for sure. He's definitely getting a like. He's getting a resurgence right now. Redemption arc is the wrong word. No. Uh, the uh, Obamasans? The Obamasans? The Obamasans. <laughs> wow. But hey, Wong uh, can fix anything. It's Just throw true. more Wong in Apparently. Um, so for my last rule, okay. I think that you should finish your drink when the lava lamp scene happens. <laughs> and uh, you, see it? you will know it when you see it. <laughs> yes, At the end will. of the movie... There's a lava lamp scene that happens. It leaves a stain on the floor. It's very gross. So that is where you should finish your drink. <laughs> kind of feel like you should also take a drink every time there's a massive, giant, foreshadowing signs flashing in the background. <laughs> when they're like, the same manner can't occupy the same space. They say it like 20 times. Dude. And you're like, we fucking we get, get it. it. <laughs> and they're like, just so you, and then they say it right, right before it happens. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we know we're not idiots. I can't <laughs> help but feel like that was a studio note where they're like, well, well, what happened? Like, why did that? Why did that happen? Yeah, somebody who had fallen asleep during the screening but wanted to sound clever wrote that in. They're like, ah, right, right, you heard him. You gotta throw that line in there. Add in that, and then make sure he still says, "I'm Put still in a kicking." Bunch more times. Put in a bunch more times. We need to hammer this home. And they were like, me... we already said it ten times, but okay. And bring me pictures of me and Sarah dressed as Spider-Man. <laughs> All right, now that you have some some very eclectic rules. Yeah. A wide range. A wide range of rules to choose from. Also, my last rule, I think, should just be like, drink whenever you feel like it. If you're like, oh man, Jean-Claude Van Damme looks so good with a mullet, drink. You know? Anytime I, that thought su- pops in your head. I'm surprised you guys didn't do a drink every time they don't follow their own rules. Oh, yeah. they. Well, you would be... Uh, you'd be dead? Yeah. I mean, the other thing is... So there are some bizarre rules in Time sure. Cop. Sure, So they they have a hard time following it. I feel like the rest of us have a hard time following it. Because the, the only rule they follow is that you can't go into the future. Which is insane. I think that that's yeah. weird. If you can travel through time, you can definitely go to the future. We're definitely going to touch on that uh, in the next episode. Yeah. But um, it's wild that that's a thing. I thought about doing one where it's you take a drink every time Jean-Claude Van Damme is uh, the worst time cop because he frequently <laughs> breaks his rules. Um, but a, a big subplot of the film is how Internal Affairs is investigating him. Yeah. So the movie at least knows that he's terrible at his job. <laughs> and that's comforting for me. A little bit. He's a, little a loose bit. cannon. He's a, he is a loose cannon. Run around the time stream, kicking people <laughs> with his Wolverine boots. Somebody's got to stop him. It's, somebody's got to. Somebody's got to. And you know who's gonna? Ron Silver. John Spartan. John Spartan. 
Yes. Where's that crossover? Where is the movie where Jean-Claude Van Damme time travels to Demolition Man? Oh, my God. And they have to team up against Simon Phoenix yes. and Ron Silver. Yes. That's it. That's the movie. Somebody welcome, travel Hollywood. back in time to the 80s and make that a movie. Make that film. And then maybe the Terminator shows up. I don't know. Let's get weird. Let's get weird with it. So weird. Either they have way. to un they have to free they have to unthaw John uh, John McClane to help oh. them out. Ooh. Yeah. Does John McClane get frozen in one of the later movies? If they froze John Spartan, then they would absolutely freeze John McClane. Like John McClane at one point like blows a helicopter up with a car like yes he absolutely is also like a demolition man <laughs> demolition man is the coolest nickname i think of any action movie here sure. just real quick so the sequel demolition men demolition men that's the gay porn version yes oh just simon phoenix and john spartan going at it oh oh yeah Lo- uh, uh, enemies to lovers trope oh stella's favorite stella's favorite can we can we get we can we get Stella to find a, to find some Demolition Man fanfics? Oh my God, there's got to be some. It's got to be some. There if, has to. Be if we some. send her a message, she'll send us some by the end of the taping. That's true. And listen, out there, if we aren't able to find something, I want one of you to write the filthiest fucking fanfic of Simon Phoenix and John Spartan, like right now, and then go back in time, avoid the TEC. Go back in time and post it so that we can find the link to it while we're while we're recording this. I think that that's a fair. That's a reasonable. That's a fair ask, ask yeah, right? That's a good ask. Just go back like I don't know, like June twenty twenty two and post it on a twenty three. You don't have to go back too far. A twenty three is that A-O-3? right? A o three. A o three. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I got close. You you did. You got real close. Um, I almost said A24, but I was like, nope, that's the horror company. And that's why I landed on A23. Well, they're not just horror anymore. Sorry, they're not just horror. It's the horror slash everything everywhere all at once company. Or sell the show. No, that's a horror movie. Oh, right. Spoilers for Marcel the Shell. It's a horror film. It's such a good movie, though. Real talk. Marcel the Shell is a great movie. Go see it. The good news is it'll we definitely won't remember to check messages until the end of the taping. A thousand so you've probably got like three weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Allison, <laughs> and go out there. Why Hours is <laughs> for us are weeks for you. Now that that that's time travel. Haha, we're time travelers. Yay. We've made it. Uh Warwick Ansel and I are wondering if there's any demolition man fan fiction. Sent. And now we play the waiting game. Join us next week. I don't. I don't. That's what I was gonna do. Is that what you do? That's exactly what I was gonna do. Ah, use the voice. Hey, join us next week. Ah, And bring us pictures of Spider-Man. Damn it! Party people, thank you for tuning in to our first episode on Time Cop. We will be back to review the movie uh, and then give you some entertainment a little bit down the line, you know, like we usually do. But before we get to that... Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longed of Marlon and the Shakes for our amazing theme song. This has been an Indecisionist production. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can find us on the internet. I'm at bsilverio20 on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Warwick underscore Johnson on Twitter. 
I am at Indecisionist on Twitter and at the Indecisionist on Instagram. Use the hashtag time to party. That's time the number two party. Until next time, while you're working on your Demolition Man fan fiction, I want you all to, to remember, be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Bam, 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 bam,